Maggie, here are just some of Trump's legal problems, front and center, just an incomplete list, but just to bring our audience up to speed. This week, the U.S. Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments in these cases on whether or not he can be on the ballot. Today, his um, legal team uh, filed a brief accusing his challengers in the case of pursuing a, quote, anti-democratic case against him. So that's today. Also, we're waiting on the federal appeals court to rule on Trump's claims to presidential immunity. Uh, then there's also we're waiting for a ruling in the civil fraud trial against Trump in New York, his sons and Trump organization also on the hook there. And this comes after Trump was ordered to pay E. Jean Carroll $83 million after her defamation suit last month. Can you take us inside Trump's mind right now? What must he be thinking? I mean, we know he's a man who uh, embraces grievance, but these are this is a lot. It's a lot, but but he is also an expert compartmentalizer uh, in a way that we've seen very few people who are in the political realm uh, be. And so he looks at these a couple of different ways. The Eugene Carroll verdict, we know has infuriated him. We know it's a huge amount of money. We know that it is a huge amount of money he doesn't want to have to pay. And he will have to pay some of it, even as he's appealing it. Some of this is going to have to go forward. We know that he is waiting for the ruling in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case against his company. The Colorado ballot case, um, his team actually feels pretty good about its chances at the Supreme Court, and they see that as helping them politically, which is why you saw something like that filing today. So there is no one linear through line for him with all mm -hmm. of this litigation. It depends on what we're talking about. So can I ask a question about the E. Jean Carroll case? Because this is always so strange to me. It seemed to me, just as a legal perspective, I'm not talking about the truth of what happened. I wasn't there. But it seems to me, as a, from a legal, legal perspective, that that case was winnable for him. Uh, but he didn't try to pursue it. Right. I mean, he didn't participate. He wasn't there. Uh, he had Alina Haba as his attorney, not exactly who I would want representing me for anything. Um, why? Uh, I think a few reasons, but I, you are correct. There are a lot of people who argue at least the first case. I don't think the second case. was No, no, no. But, the, but whether but or not he was case. actually, quote unquote, guilty in, in the civil case. And, well, there, but again, there were two separate cases. So one was defamation and sexual abuse. The other was just defamation. Once right. you had the rulings in the first, you were going to get a right. defamation. A hundred percent defamation. But I'm yeah. talking about, I'm the, talking first about the abuse. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No, that one, some lawyers have made the point to me privately, and I've seen some people say it publicly, that that was winnable, that if he had approached it differently, if he had 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 a, you know, a, a seasoned trial team, which right. is not what he ended up with, um, at least initially. He did end up later with Joe Tacopina, um, but, but that was late in the process. Uh, and if he had shown up himself, to your point, it might have made a difference. I'm not convinced him showing up, Jake, would have made a difference just based on his behavior in the courtroom that I saw when he was in the second sure, trial. Sure, he was rude, but what if he had acted like a normal human being? I, 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 okay, I, and, and, and what if what if he was an entirely different human being who, who didn't view these things the way he does, but right? If he had, so. But if, like, when a, a policeman pulls you over, not right. like you've ever been pulled over, when a policeman pulls me over, I am polite. Appreciate that, thank you. I am polite you know, when I get pulled over for speeding or whatever. I am polite to the police officer, and that is how you treat people in law enforcement. I think that Trump has a very different view of how he can behave in certain proceedings having been president. And frankly, he tended to view those things. You know, he, he has viewed official proceedings as either something that you sort of deal with through a phone call from one party to another, or if you end up in that situation, there's a lot of showmanship. And I'm not sure what the what showing up necessarily would have helped him with. On Trump's presidential immunity case, uh, whether or not he has the right to do anything he wants as president of the United States, if you're president, how much could the decision impact the second Trump administration if there is one? Uh, a lot. I mean, but it depends on what that ruling is, right? If there, if there is a, a ruling that 
presidential immunity doesn't apply here, then there is generally a, a belief that he is going to have a problem arguing a January 6th case if it goes forward. Uh, should they rule the opposite way and suggest that there's broad immunity, then that's got massive implications for every president going forward. And But from this particular president, who has basically said any action a president takes should not be considered within the constraints of the law, that has very specific implications.